Welcome to the Joe Watt Podcast. I am Joe Vendramini from the UF-IFAS Range Cattle Research and Education Center. And today our guest is Mr. Jim Handley. Jim, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, Jim, I would like to start with uh, if you could please provide some information about your background and yourself. <clears throat> Joe, my uh, my background is I I was born and raised in Highlands County, uh, in this in the community of Sebring, and just grew up. Uh, my father was a, a veterinarian who did uh, a lot of all kind of animal work all over the Heartland Ridge, uh, based in Highlands County. His practice crossed over into five or six counties, and I grew up uh, traveling with him, going to ranches and dairies and and large and small animal treatment and basically cowboying around and working on ranches in Highlands and Highlands and Okeechobee and Polk counties as a, a youngster. I uh, went to school at the University of Florida. When I graduated from there, I took an internship uh, with Ralston Purina, went to work for them in the nutrition business and worked for them 13 years. I was positioned in o Ocala, For a number of years and then I moved up into Franklin Tennessee was a sales manager up there and I came back home to Florida uh, um, in the spring of 1998 to go to work for the Florida Cattlemen's Association um, so this is really only the second stop in my career post-college uh, and, and it's but when we get to April that will be 20 years that I've worked for the Florida Cattlemen's Association. My degree is animal science with a minor in ag business, or now it's called FRE. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I've enjoyed working with uh, the animal industries uh, a great deal. And, and Jim, uh, what is your current position at the, the Florida Cattlemen's Association? <coughs> I wear several hats working for the Florida Cattlemen's Association, Joe. I, um, of course, am the executive vice president of the Florida Cattlemen's Association. I'm also the CEO of the Florida Beef Council. I'm the uh, the uh, <clears throat> general manager slash editor of the Florida Cattlemen and Livestock Journal. I am also the uh, executive secretary of the Florida Cattlemen's Foundation and the executive director of the Cattle Enhancement Board. Basically, all those are various entities housed under the office of the, the state office there in Kissimmee. And each one has its own purpose and is a separate entity with a separate set of books, with a separate uh, profit center or profit and loss center that we keep, uh, we keep things totally separated, but under one house uh, for efficiency. The primary role of the Cattlemen's Association, the Cattlemen's Association was established in 1934 by 10 or 11 uh, visionary uh, ranchers that felt like they could come together and work for the collective good of all the industry, working on issues such as flood control, animal research, um, disease management, the movement of cattle. Um, they came together and formed the Florida Cattlemen's Association. They had an outstanding Uh, extension person named June Gunn that helped them as an organizer and a bookkeeper, if you will. And then they started affiliating the individual counties. So we've been in existence over 80 years and we're a membership grassroots driven organization comprised of 50, 
53 county organizations around the state. The purpose of the uh, association, again, is to bring everybody together to work on uh, a variety of subjects, um, but anything that has anything to do with land, land management, livestock, uh, private property rights, uh, utilizing land. As you well know, Joe, there's a lot of diversity in Florida's ag, and of course, our ranchers uh, there's a lot of overlap. A lot of members of our organization are members in other commodity organizations, and we work collectively trying to defend their property rights and maintaining a business climate in which they might find profitability. Certainly, our relationship with our land-grant universities is very, very important. As you well know, as a member of the the Ona Range Cattle Experiment Station team, we've relied the, the Cattlemen's Association was heavily involved in the establishment of that unit many, many years ago. But that unit and all the other units, we rely on the work that you all do as researchers to help us uh, improve our efficiency, to become better producers, better stewards of the environment, to get more out of the, the resources that we have at hand. So we take uh, a great deal of time and put forth a lot of effort in trying to maintain a strong team uh, both uh, at all three levels of the land grant uh, system, the, the teaching element, because our future managers come out of the product they generate out of the, the graduates. Uh, certainly the extension element, because that's the way we get the information out to individual counties and individual producers. And then, of course, the research you all do to bring us uh, the new practices uh, is vital. I can't think of a, an operation in the state that has not utilized something, a, a new forage, a, a new fertilization, a new cattle management technique that wasn't uh, the result of some of the fine work that you and your predecessors have done at one of our various units. So we value it a great deal and um, and will continue to be committed to working on it because it is it is our, if you will, research, uh, research arm to develop and advance our industry. And, and Jim, throughout the year, we have few meetings where we get together and I, I go to all the meetings and it's a great opportunity to exchange ideas. And can you please describe to the listeners uh, so the different meetings that we have throughout the year and the purpose and the content? The business of the Florida Cattlemen's Association revolves around four uh, separate meetings a year. We, we, th we meet on a quarterly basis. Um, our calendar year is starts January 1 through December 31st. The typical, the first meeting of the calendar year <coughs> is our legislative quarterly meeting. We conduct it in the state capitol in Tallahassee, and its in, intended purpose, certainly we have an, a meeting of our executive board. We have a, a meeting of our past presidents and executive board, and we have our board of directors uh, meeting at, 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 at this quarterly gathering. And uh, at the board of directors meeting, of course, every county affiliate organization has an opportunity to seat a state director to serve as the board of, on the board of directors. But the legislative quarterly meeting is designed, and we streamlined it some, but it is designed to bring ranchers, uh, bring hats and boots to the state capitol 
to uh, interact with the, the elected officials, the decision makers in the state capitol. We always go the second week of the legislative session, and we're up there to make them, help them understand uh, our industry and the importance and the effect of their decisions on our industry. I mentioned again that we, we do work across commodities. We work very closely with, with our friends and, and brothers in the dairy industry and, of course, Florida Farm Bureau and all the other commodity groups. Not only do our members have uh, a lot of those commodities as part of their enterprises as well, but we we if it's good for a timber man, it's usually good for a rancher. If it's good for a citrus man or a cane man, it's good for a rancher. So there's a lot of... Uh, the work among the ag coalition in the state capitol to pull the wagon together if you will and that 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 means lobbying for for ifas that means lobbying for the florida department of agriculture and consumer services that means uh, working with our water management districts uh, certainly working with our leadership in the house and the senate to secure funding in the areas that will we hope will impact our industry so the the first meeting of the year is in the state capitol, and it's vital. It's probably the most important meeting we have as an effective uh, uh, industry organization uh, in, the, in that we are interacting with the elected officials to help them understand the importance of, of our industry, the people we employ, the taxes we pay, and, and asking them to please uh, uh, take, it, take into consideration uh, our needs and, and the the intended or unintended consequences of some of their actions uh, might have toward ranching. So that meeting this year, because the session begins in January, that particular meeting this forthcoming year in 2018 will occur the 16th, 17th, and 18th uh, of 2018. Following that is our annual meeting, which is a big, huge family gathering, our annual convention. It's more of a, a, a vacation slash business meeting where our ranching families will come together for three to four days of, of, of uh, networking, of fellowship, brotherhood. We certainly conduct our business meetings there. We, also, we, we always have our board of directors meeting, our executive meeting, and we have our all-important committee meetings at, days, at, 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 at these meetings and uh, invite all members to come and inject their input. In my 20 years, Joe, I've never seen an individual, member or not, uh, never seen an individual uh, not allowed time at the microphone if they had some input or uh, a topic they wanted us to work on or address. Um, at the annual meeting, it's a good opportunity to, we, we, we interact and have a huge trade show with outstanding participation with our all-important allied members. Our allied members are, are providers of goods and services to the industry, uh, uh, the pharmaceutical companies, the, the financial institutions, the fertilizer and chemical companies, uh, tractors, equipment, uh, you name it. If they sell a, a good or a, provide a service to our industry, we encourage them to be allied members. And we have an outstanding trade show with exclusive hours that gives our uh, trade show folks, our allied members and their representatives, the opportunity to build relationships with the decision makers uh, on all Florida's ranches uh, that are able to attend. Um, 
Subsequent to that, we have a fall quarterly meeting. Unfortunately, this particular year in September, we were hurricaned out. We elected to to cancel that meeting because of Hurricane Irma. And it was a good decision because everybody was needing to be home to take care of their families and cattle operations. <coughs> and then we have a year-end quarterly <coughs> that is held uh, at the tail end of the year. This year, it will be held November 30th and December 1st. And uh, it will be held in Gainesville. Great. And, and Jim, <clears throat> at those meetings, oh, before I go to that, so do we have a location for our annual convention for next year? <clears throat> yes, Joe, the annual convention. For many, many years, for over 30 years, we've held it down at the Marco, at Marco Island. We're still not there. We're still not going back there because they continue to work on rebuilding that facility so in the 2018 june of 2018 <coughs> the convention in june of 2018 will be held at the omni at champions gate in the orlando area we've had great experience there uh, we've held the convention there twice and we're going to hold it there again in 2018 um, we've not ruled out going back to marco in future years but we're still waiting on them to finish um, the total upgrade of their meeting facilities down there. I have been member of the Research and Education Committee for <coughs> almost 13 years now and I enjoy every single one because we all always come up with new ideas and suggestions and we have a lot of good outcomes from those meetings. So can you please just give us a general idea of the committees and, and the structure, how the chair works and so on and so forth? <coughs> yes, Joe, of course. Um, Excuse me. Of course, uh, the, the association has policies that, that we establish and areas of focus and, and, uh, and initiatives that we focus on um, and, 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 and the direction we take or the position we take on a given issue is a result of the input and the deep discussion within a given committee. We have a, a large number of committees and councils for the variety of things that the association works on. The four core committees that have been in existence the longest are the, 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 the marketing committee, the environmental and private lands committee, the animal health committee, and the research and education committee. Those are four core committees. Of course, we have an allied committee, a youth committee, a public relations committee, a seed stock committee, a council for our magazine uh, 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 direction of the magazine and several others that I haven't named but those four core committees take up the the areas uh, uh, or the topics uh, pretty germane to their subject matter of course research and education is just that what areas what are the research priorities that we think realistically can have the most impact Uh, to benefit our industry, what are areas of concern, problems, issues, challenges that ranchers are facing. And so we turn to, we on an annual basis, they were, the, the research and education committee will establish a series of priorities and ask folks like yourself, researchers and educators, to focus on those areas to try to help us solve a problem, come up with a solution or something. The committee structure is, is open to anybody and everybody. Certainly the chair and vice chair are seated as a result of the appointment. They serve at the, the request of 
the sitting uh, president of the association. The makeup of the association is such that we have six elected officers that are elected at our annual meeting and put in place by our membership. They are elected and they're also elected at the general membership meeting. And there's an opportunity for anyone to be nominated for these officers. Typically, those six officers will, will stair step up once you reach the level based on our bylaws. Once you become the elected president elect, then you are going to assume, assuming you maintain your health and maintain, you know, your residency here in the state, um, you will assume the position of the president. And the president seats the chair and the vice chair of our committees and ask them to serve uh, on, on, on his behalf as the chair. Those can change every year. There is a term limit of three years, three consecutive years, and then a chairman has to roll off. And our, our thought there was to maintain some new energy, maintain some new ideas, not wear out the same set of volunteers. And so that system has worked very well. Typically, our chairman have served three years. Oftentimes, the vice chair will step up and take the chair position, and then a new person will be plugged in to the vice chair position. But those two individuals drive, if you will, the agenda and the meeting of their given core committee. They are asked to maintain a core set of producers that would that would continuously be a part of their committee, and they invite a variety of outside speakers to come offer input on a variety of subject matter. If somebody brings something from a county organization, then, you know, uh, then the, the officers and the executive board might say, well, we're going to pass that. That sounds like a marketing or transportation issue. We'll pass that to the marketing and transportation committee to vet. If it's an environmental issue or something having to do with private lands, they might pass it to the Environmental and Private Lands Committee. They may bring in some experts to discuss and, and put it up, put the topic under a microscope and determine a, a route or a path that we need to take to address that issue. It may mean legislative action at the state level, at the federal level. It may mean a funding issue. It may result in needing to do a study. It may, it may, the results come from the committee. The committees will bring forth action items. When they give a committee report to the board of directors, ultimately the board of directors will vote and say this is the direction suggested by the committee, and the board would vote to advance that particular topic uh, and, 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 and instruct the staff to go flesh out the solution or go interact. If it's a research subject matter, go find the, the right researcher in a given institution, whether it be animal health related or soils related or forage related or uh, or, or exotics uh, go find the the right professional and identify that person and say will you work on this particular problem and it may be a collection of people but really at the the, the core work of the association to focus on issues happens at the committee level and every committee is open to any member of the association. The committees meet simultaneous. Sometimes it's a challenge if you have interest in multiple topics for you to be in the environmental and, 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 and private lands committee. You'll get something done there and then you'll jump over and go to the research committee and meet with that set of people. Typically, our research stations uh, and, and, and the, the, the individual scientists will give reports there, updates, and help uh, bring information uh, to 
to those in attendance of those meetings. Sometimes if there's a subject matter that we think is broad enough, we will ask those speakers to come to our board of directors meetings to educate them on a given matter to, to broaden the understanding across the board. <coughs> and Jim, we are uh, heading towards the end of our interview here. Before we finish, I would like to ask you three quick questions that is just one two word sentence um, answer so it's really quick it's personal you you can you can just answer the way that you like to and if you have to pick two forage species in the state of Florida the two most important for you which one will be forages correct oh certainly a uh, bahia grass and uh, probably hemothria uh, okay and how about two cattle breeds Well, you're never going to get away from Brahmin influence. Uh, I'd say, uh, boy, that's have to say three. Uh, our base herd, you know, is is uh, based on Brahmin, Angus, and Hereford-based cattle. We're not going to get far from Brayford and Brangus-type cows in the state as far as our mama cow herd, and then certainly utilizing um, uh, terminal cross herds like Injected Charlay or some of the other continental breeds. And if you, if you have uh, some spare time in your busy schedule and you will have a choice to hunt, fish, or play golf, what would you do? Oh, I spend my time hunting and fishing in the woods uh, on ranches. I have the opportunity to enjoy a lot of uh, – I have a lot of patience to wait on a big deer or a gobbler, but I don't have much patience playing golf. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim, um, I would like to thank you for your time and I would like also to mention that one of the highlights of the research center at ONA is our relationship with the Florida Academies Association. I think this is the biggest asset that we have and we have a very great relationship and we'll keep, we'll continue I think with that relationship for a long time. Thank you for participating in the podcast Jim and thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I am Joe Vendramini. Joe what?